You're listening to episode 105 of Alexa in Canada, The Voice Experience. She's got, She's skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hey there, and welcome to episode 105. It is so great to have you here. Thanks for joining us today. Just a couple, uh, I guess about a week or a week and a half away from the holidays, so happy holidays to you if I don't get a chance to wish you that uh, in the next couple of days. Uh, Today, we have a fantastic guest, a really, really interesting discussion. It is with Dr. Simon Landry. He is an incredible person to get insight into the market trends of what is happening in the voice space. Uh, you will really benefit, I believe, from his insights that we talk about in this podcast. But just before we get to that, I want to remind you that Flash Briefing Formula is the complete course, free course, that you can use to start, launch, develop, market your very own flash briefing. So if you are looking to do that to get your message out, regardless of what that message is about, I encourage you to check out flashbriefingformula.com, an entirely free comprehensive course. All right. We have a very, very special guest. We have a Canadian and an Acadian on the podcast, as you will hear, Dr. Simon Landry. He has a very, very interesting uh, background as an audiologist and a uh, an academic and He has taken those skills, and first of all, he's created some very, very interesting Alexa skills, which you'll hear about, but he has also created an incredible resource for people in the voice space under the brand of voice market data, and he combines his expertise with statistics, and he allows us to look at the data of what are the skills that are out there and find market trends, and also to help us identify opportunities in this area. So... Uh, I think you're in for a real treat. This is a really fun conversation. You can hear we laugh a little bit. Yes, we even talk about poop and farts. And uh, I think you're in for a real treat, not because of the poop and farts, but because of uh, Simon's incredible insight into what's going on in the uh, voice space. So uh, without any further ado, I want to welcome Simon onto the podcast, and I hope that you will enjoy this discussion. All right, Simon, welcome to the Alexa and Canada podcast. It's so great to have you here. Hey Terry, I'm 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 actually very excited to uh, to have a chat with you. Well, you've got tons of stuff going on, so uh, I'm excited to chat with you mm-hmm. as well. And I think one of the things that makes you a very interesting person for our podcast, first of all, is number one above anything else, you are Canadian. So where are you based out of right now? That that's usually people meet me and they say, you know what, you're an interesting guy because you're Canadian. <laughs> <That's right>. um, <laughs> you must get that all the time too. Uh, so I'm I'm currently based in Toronto, but I, I am Acadian. So I'm a Francophone from New Brunswick. And I always talk about this. Not many people know what Acadians are, but I always shout it out because my uh, little, little parentheses, my like, why, you know, yeah. the Simon Sinek, why and all that, right? My why is to empower uh, Frank, Francophones and minority situations, uh, Acadians being one of them. And so I want, I hope that somebody, a little Acadian somewhere or an older Acadian is listening to this and they're like, Hey, this guy's Acadian. I'm Acadian. I can do it too. So that's awesome. That's, that's my little parentheses. That's, that makes me 
also that's the other thing that makes me uh interesting besides just being canadian that's awesome well i love that that's great i'm sure there's there's got to be some acadians listening to the podcast and they'll they, they should reach out to you so. perfect now beyond that you're doing some very interesting things and you've got a very uh interesting background as well we'll get into all this voice market mm-hmm. data and the alexa skills that you're developing but what's you know maybe tell us a little about your background and then from there how you got into voice yeah uh so my background, I, I'm not going to go too far. I've got a, an entire podcast dedicated to how I got into academia. But um, so my background is I have a PhD in audiology. So basically, I at one point a few years ago, I guess I was one of the global experts. You know, that's what being an academic is all about. Uh, global experts in how sound interacts with other senses to form our our perception. So, yeah, that and and in that kind of once you once you understand how perception is formed from sound, vision, touch and all that, you're able to approach things like VR. So I I worked with a VR startup for a little bit uh, where we were trying to let people touch virtual objects. And ultimately, ultimately, perception is just being able to break down the human experience of living into these different silos, right? And so, um, because I'm, I don't know, I was, I am. How how am, how am I supposed to say that when I when I left academia? Uh, an expert in in hearing uh-huh. voices, it's it fits exactly in my in my narrow niche of expertise. And so I was like, whoa, this is so cool. I need to get in on this, and uh, I did. That's fantastic. How did you get? interested in sort of sound and perception was there something was there sort of trans some sort of transformative thing that happened or i don't know what's the what's the background behind that yeah the 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 like origin of it is i i had a really great prof um in university that made me understand kind of that perception can be broken down and that those little pieces you can you can really dig down on those little pieces great Um, and then from there, I, through, I don't know, half a decade of, uh, like a half decade long path led me to doing a PhD in audiology. Fantastic. Fantastic. So that's really, really, uh, interesting, obviously voice and audiology. I mean, there's just so many, uh, you know, um, cross, mm-hmm. cross, crossover aspects and skills I'm sure that you can bring to this space. So that's, that's amazing. And so, so you've, you've, you've gotten into this voice space and, what did you do first? Like how did you, you've tackled the voice space. You're, you're doing a number of things now. How did you first get involved yeah. and, and what have you been doing? Yeah. So I, I first got involved with voice. Um, I, I mean, my first experience with voice was our, my brother-in-law gave us uh, a Google home. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of my, my first introduction to it. But the, how how kind of the hands-on aspect started was I think like a lot of people was with crushing it uh Gary Vaynerchuk's crushing it yeah I I listened to Colin's uh podcast uh, I think podcast 99 or something and he was like a lot of people start through through Gary and I was like oh no is it's like it's so true uh and so in it he had a chapter where he's like voice is the next big thing you need to get into it right now and I was like all right well I guess I'll give it a shot I mean why not he he seems like the kind of guy um 
like I was telling you, I, I really appreciate speaking with experts, people who think about a specific topic a lot. And he seems like the kind of guy who would just think about this kind of stuff all the time. Yeah. So I, I really, I respect and admire the opinions of and perspectives of those people. So I was like, Hey, why not? And so I, I thought, what could I do that would be fun? You know, like I just want to do something to just get my hands dirty to, to just figure out how it works. And so I knew that, uh, I would always see this, this like image, the, the, like the poop image on Reddit and stuff where it's like, if your poop is this color, it means this, if it's this texture, it means that. Yeah. And everybody always uploads upvotes it and just loves it. And I was like, Hey, I could probably make that into a voice skill. Like, why not? And at the time, uh, there was, I think, Invocable. Is that what it was called? Uh, yes, the... yes, yes. They've now, since yeah, that's changed. So, and, and yeah, anyway. Yep. Yeah. And so I I just, I, I'd seen Invocable on Product And I was like, hey, cool. Like, these, I don't code, but this thing is a no-code solution to make a, a skill. And so I just made it and I was like, cool, that was, that was a lot of fun. And then, uh, that was the first, my first, uh, incursion into voice. And then uh, I guess it almost a year later, I got involved with voice tech TO this really awesome community in Toronto. And then I, I demoed, uh, poop detective. It's called shout out <laughs> Alexa, open poop detective. If anybody is, is listening with their Alexa, uh -oh, they're going to get a that's couple, it. uh, that's <laughs> it. they're going to be talking about their poop. Let's do it. It's funny. Actually, I've tried it. It's yeah, very funny. Exactly. And, uh, and yeah, and then once I did that, I, I presented at voice tech to poop detective and it was the first time that I kind of looked back to the, to my stats and it, it was just really popular. And I was like, wait a second, like, this is a thing, like people, people are using it. And then I kind of got more curious and I got more into it. From right. There. That's cool. Well, you know, it's, it's really interesting. Yeah. I've heard so many people getting into the voice space, like you said, from, um, you know, from under the under the influence sounds like <laughs> that's like a bad thing. Uh, but um, <laughs> from the influence of stuff that Gary Vaynerchuk has said, and mm -hmm. you know, he's been a big mm -hmm. influence on me as well. I just actually I just bought some of his shoes. <laughs> and um, oh, he's getting into the shoe. Should I? Should we be getting to the shoe space? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, and um, and that's great. And it's amazing how many people have, have really been inspired by him. And, and and I certainly have. And so it sounds like yeah, you you start off with a skill. It's it's done. It's, it's, I mean, it's taken off. It sounds like it sounds like it's done very remarkably well for like a simple sort of yeah. joke type skill. Um, but then you've, mm -hmm. d you've now, uh, gotten involved in this website that you've got voice market data, yep. which is a little, a little different yeah. than poop detective. So t tell, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So vo voice market data, what it is, is when I was making, uh, Terry, I have this bad habit of telling stories that just start, like I'm from the East Coast, so we tell long stories that just start like several years in the past. Let's hear so it. several years ago, yeah, I you can edit this out. Um, no way. Stand. I <laughs> this is true, the authentic East Coast experience. Yeah. So I started um, an app called Graph Map, and it was to share and discover street art, and it became I don't know, it was never became huge. This was kind of like pre Instagram or just as Instagram was starting, mm -hmm. but it was basically like Google maps plus Instagram for street art. Hmm. And when I was building it, I was using this tool called, um, app Annie. I don't know if you've ever, if you've it. ever built. Yeah. So it's like a, an app store analytic platform Okay. where you can see what works, what doesn't, 
um, and then learn, basically learn from what exists so that you don't need to start from scratch Mm -hmm. and learn from what, you know, like what works. And as I was working on my second Alexa, Alexa skill, I was like, is there a way, how, how can I find out what is popular on the app store? Cause I don't, I don't want to, honestly, I don't want to waste my time doing something that has been validated to not be popular. Mm, mm-hmm. Like I don't want to make another coin toss skill, for example. Right. So I was trying to figure out like, how can, how can I, understand the marketplace and turns out there's no real well there was no real way now there is um but there there was no real way to understand like what what are people doing what's popular across markets and all that and so i thought well you know what it it doesn't exist i understand how to build it i've been like building stuff for for a bunch of years um and i i i might as well just build it and and i have the the hardcore statistical background mm. to be able to to do analyses on this data that is is meaningful mm. and we can talk about meaningful statistical analyses <laughs> if you want just as a, a parenthesis because I I I know it's a problem that I have with the voice space right now that mm. some analyses are meaningless and people look at some results and they're like oh this this survey suggests this thing because there's the way it's presented but the reality is that if you understand stats and if you understand how numbers work you you realize that it doesn't really mean anything and so there are they're like false conclusions from good data that's really interesting so i want to i want to come back to that i'd be interested to hear sort of you know which which of the variables you think are are mm-hmm. not appropriate or not as robust but maybe you can just give the listeners a little bit of an overview. So what kind of stuff would they find on your voice market data website? Yeah. So right now, um, I say we, but it's really just me. It's, you know, it just sounds fancier <laughs> if, we say, if I say we. Uh, so so right now what I do is I, I just look at what the most popular skills are generally um, from from the data that's available on the marketplace. So like what are the skills that has have the most uh, ratings, the most reviews, what skills um, are what are the popular skills in, in like the healthcare space, the the communication space, all that? I think that I think that I am probably the person who knows the marketplace best in the world. I would I would argue wow. right now, like I spend several hours per day looking at just market space data. Wow. Um, and depending on when this gets released, I'm I'm about to to release a tool that will let other people kind of play around with it and and look at the comments, see if, for example, if you want to release um, uh, a fart skill, because fart skills fart skills are popular <laughs> in every market. They are the top one of the top ten skills in basically every market. F- farting is so universal. Imagine, <laughs> farting is universal. Yeah. And so if you wanted to start a fart skill, you could t- take a look at like, what are the other fart skills that came out? What are the comments that have been left for these fart skills? And what are pe- what do people want in their fart skill? What's like the perfect fart skill? <laughs> Go through all the comments, see which um, comments have suggestions, mm-hmm. and then from there build the, dare I say, perfect fart <laughs> skill. Got it. 
So, um, yeah, that, I mean, that's a great example. Obviously, with the fart skill, it's it's farting. But but I mean, you can imagine how somebody who wants to create a skill that has a particular, um, you know, they're trying to solve a particular problem. How this this data could be extremely useful. Yeah. So there, there's this one skill, uh, seven minute workout. Yep. And I, I, I legitimately think that the workout space and, and actually it's interesting that you, you're kind of, well, kind of in this space. I think that the physio slash workout space for voice is somebody's going to crack it and there's going to be like a, uh, beach bodies, you know, the, yep. oh, what's the guy's name? Tony, yeah. Tony Horton, Tony yep. Horton. Yeah. Yeah. So there's going to be a, like a Tony Horton for voice uh, and an exercise. And we're going to see like the Tybo ads, but for for voice exercise. And it's going to be, I think, one of the, the killer use cases. And I was – so one of my, my posts uh, is on healthcare skills mm-hmm. or, or health, health and wellness skills. And in that uh, seven-minute workout was – it's one of the top skills – but the interesting thing is one of the comments was, I wish this uh, existed for seniors. Ah. And and there were a few comments that pointed out that this should like I would like to use this for seniors. And so by looking at the comments left on skills that kind of maybe you want to build something in the in the exercise space, you can you can kind of validate that there's mm. there are ideas that people are actually asking for. And these are people who are very vocal with with their needs. And so you would be like, okay, people are asking for this thing. I'm going to build it. And then you just keep on collecting your data and you keep on refining your idea. And until you have something that not only have people already ask for, but it's based on like something, the seven minute workout skill that is already validated. That's fantastic. I mean, this sounds, that's what you can do. Like you can, this could this I mean it sounds like this should be a go-to place for people anybody that's looking at developing a skill to go and check it out check out what's out there in the market check out the comments just like you described I mean this this is a really valuable resource yeah yeah and and the uh, and and I guess the the original originally why I wanted to to start this was because my I I was challenged with the idea of picking an invocation mm. And so I thought I want something like when I when I released Poop Detective, I wanted something unique. Mm-hmm. And there were already I love talking about Poop Detective in a serious context. It, just, <laughs> it sounds silly, but it's like it's very serious. So there are already sort of poop related uh, skills out there. So I knew I wanted something that was fairly unique so that um the Alexa platform wouldn't have to pick between like my skill and another skill. And there's no way to, to verify the semantic difference between poop detective and let's say poop schmitect. I mean, I can't think of something on the spot, but like something that sounds super different. Mm. And so I would like to eventually build some sort of function where you can type in your, your uh, target invocation and see how semantically different it is from what exists so that people saying it, like you're the only one in that that vertical, I guess. Interesting. And all, well, I can see now your background and and the semantics and and the and the, and the words. <laughs> it all fits in perfectly yeah, with yeah. this. Bring it all together. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's and, amazing. And, and just as, as as an aside, like, uh, and I'll let you steer us back to wherever you want the conversation <laughs> to go. But there's this one one skill 
or so I, I, I did a post recently about skills that had um, duplicates. Okay. So the coin toss thing, there's like a, I don't know, a lot of coin tosses. There's a lot of, I think, haiku skills. There's a lot of skills that have the exact same invocation. Mm-hmm. Some of that, I think, is because of the blueprints. So mm-hmm. people just publish the blueprints and they're kind of playing around with it. But there is one category, I guess, category, uh, dad jokes. Mm-hmm. So the the dad joke skill name, there's some, I don't know, like a dozen or something. But there's one dad joke skill that is not called, the invocation is not dad joke. I think it's like my dad or something. Okay. I guess it wouldn't be my dad but it's something different uh-huh. and that skill is way more popular than the other dad uh-huh. joke skills that have the same invocation so like there's these little things that i think as we kind of look at the data and interp- and i guess make inferences on what rises to the top and what doesn't then we can kind of learn how to build just the just the description and the 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 skill description, so that uh, it gets discovered, and Fantastic. so that to, to, there's like a passive way to address discoverability. I think that has been seriously overlooked. Wow, well, you may be really onto something here because, as you know, as we all know in the space, discoverability is one of the huge issues. And so, if this is a, yeah. a you know even a small tool that people can use to to help with that, that's fantastic. Yeah. Really? So like for, for poop detective, it's, there's like, there's, it's easy to, to joke about poop detective and be like, ha it's so silly. But the reality is when I was building the description, I was like, I suspect that a lot of Alexa users are kids just messing around with this thing while parents are like cooking supper. Mm-hmm. And I suspect that kids find synonyms of poop very funny. Mm. And so they'd be like, Alexa, open Dookie, open like Kaka, open all these synonyms. And so I added those as the keywords for Poop Detective. Because I was like, what, how is the person going to interact with the device in a way that I want them to get to my thing? So, and whether, yeah. You you made it, you just, you just uh, triggered something in my mind here. Do you know (laughs) if the, keywords have any influence on invoking the the skill i i don't okay but there so i have no idea where the keywords play the interesting thing with keywords is that they are also not present on the marketplace Mm -hmm. so in the actual listing they're not there so they're like they're they're being used somewhere, I suspect, to rank yeah. skills based on the search term. Right, right. But they're not actually present. So, like, there's something, and they're super important, but we don't know how. Okay, interesting. That's what I figure. I figure that it's if somebody's typing something into the Amazon site and they, they type in a yeah. keyword, then that's going to come up. Um, interesting. Yeah. Okay, so we're running out of time here, but I want to get back to this question because okay. you, 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 this was very intriguing to me. You said so. A lot of the data, maybe maybe I'm paraphrasing this not quite uh, accurately now, but a lot of the data you feel are is not accurate based on the inferences that we're taking from it. Can you give us an example of something like yes. that with the skill store? Um, it, it's not so much the skill store. It's it's more um, the the analyses that we see. I I don't want to like I don't want to call out 
about voice bot AI because I know that they're they're like such a such an important pillar in the community. Yes. But um, <laughs> so there was recently uh, a report on how how do people use or how do people prefer using their their devices, and it was like natural voice versus synthetic voice. Mm-hmm. And I I owe Brett um, a reply on this because I I sort of called him out on it, and he was like, "What do you mean by that?" And I was like, "I'm I'm going to reply to you sort of in a more fulsome way." But the the thing is, when we look at results often we'll look at we ask a bunch of people and their average response was 3.6 or people uh percent preferred this and then like four percent four out of five uh preferred that and then we say well the difference between 4.5 and 3.6 out of five is 76 percent let's say so 76 percent of people prefer a natural voice okay the thing is there there's like a really wide distribution and that average it's very possible that those two groups are identical in terms of like uh, i can't get i don't want to get into like the stats yeah, right now yeah. but there's you know like variability is so important yeah that your two averages can be completely meaningless if there's variability overlap yeah for, and, for those, for those yeah. in the audience that understand a little more about that i think i if for my background in terms of analyzing and you know critically looking at papers and evidence and that sort of I think what you're getting at is is sort of confidence intervals and how something and it may not be statistically significant. I don't want to get too far into exactly. the into the woods there. Exactly. But um exactly. but I understand what you're saying. And that's a good point. I mean maybe maybe there needs to be a little bit more robust statistics uh, with some of those reports. And I agree with you. I mean Brett's Brett's a pillar in the community and he's amazing. But I think that's also a really good point to bring up about the statistical analysis of these reports. Yeah and and, and it's like I, I just my concern is that people are going to look at that people who who maybe don't have as much of a sophisticated uh, statistical understanding and they go oh okay well this this person who who is such a pillar says this voice by ai is such a like respected source i should follow this advice mm-hmm. and it's ultimately based on nothing and then they'll put effort towards something that might be completely false Okay. Okay. Very interesting. Very interesting. Well, it sounds like yeah. you're doing a, a great service in terms of your voice market data with your statistical background, with your, you know, with, with, with your, with everything that you've done in your background. This is a <laughs> wonderful, wonderful resource, and I'm and I'm really excited that we got to connect because I look forward to chatting with you more yeah. and uh, and just using your site as a good resource to see what's going on. So I appreciate that Thanks, very Dan. much. I appreciate you coming on the podcast as well. Thanks a lot. Where, it's been a, it's been a blast. Where can people go then? Just give us some some uh, you know specific URLs or, or where would where can people go to to hook up with you and to chat about what you're doing? Okay, so you can you can hit me up on Twitter at Dr. Simon Landry. Uh, you can also follow Voice Market Data at Voice Market Data, and you can just I don't know check out VoiceMarketData.com, see see what's out there, and and hopefully you can. I there are. All my posts basically have like, here's an opportunity. So if you're looking for an opportunity, just go on there, look around, and you'll you'll you can make a data informed decision on your next goal. Wonderful. All right. Well, Simon, thanks so much for for uh, coming on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Hey, there you go, huh? Great chat with Simon. Uh, he's a smart guy, and uh, when you look at his site, you can see he's already got tables there that breaks down the different reviews, different ratings for all the different skills. Um, it's a really, really great resource, so I encourage you definitely, definitely to check that out. Of course, I will have links to uh, this resource and to uh, Simon 
on the show notes page, which you can access at A-L-E-X-A in Canada.ca slash 105. And again, a quick reminder, if you're looking to create your own flash briefing, I literally have had hundreds of people go through this course now with great feedback. If you're looking for the one-stop shop to learn how to put together your own flash briefing and get it out to the world, check out the free course at flashbriefingformula.com. It's my pleasure to offer that to you uh, as a member of this community, AIC Nation. All right, have a great week and I will talk to you very soon. Take care. She's got, she's got skills. skills.